0: Louder! This is The Machine Shop, hosted by Bobby Amo. Everybody and welcome to the Machine Shop. We are now on episode twelve. Once again, just featuring me for again these next few episodes, and I'm happy for those of you who will be tuning in. So today is going to be a couple of things. We're going to do cosplay on a budget, and then we're going to start the review of some of the haunts I've been to so far for this month. Uh, I am a little late. I did not do one that last week, but that's why we'll play catch up this week. So um, you know we're just we're gonna get right into it and as you can see the mask i have here this is actually a present this is a pinhead jason Voorhees mask it's got a few little dings it's fell down a couple of times but this is actually a birthday present from one of my good friends and it's actually a cool little piece to have so i do not know where she got it from but it's part of my display as you can kind of see in the corner so last time i was on i talked about how I got into cosplay and how I'm still in it and now trying to make it bigger, um, but what we're going to talk about is cosplay on a budget. So as many people know, um, I, I do a lot of Jason, I've done Michael, and I do. Um, I did Terminator as well as doing a few others. I'm trying to do more as well, so I'm going to be working on that when the winter comes so for shows next year. But what um i do mostly is i i myself do cosplay on a budget mostly but it's a little bit i say a higher budget but then there's people that have a budget that's way up here but if you're someone who is going to be like just starting out the best thing to start with is to figure out obviously what character you want to do if you want to do like something of anime you know, I don't do anime personally, but I know those can be pricey because that's all about keeping it close to the characters as much because they're already cartoon characters, and most of them have a very distinct look, so they kind of tend to stay the uh, same all the time. You know, so if you're going to do that, it might actually be a good way to start because like you need to have a specific budget for this costume and the weapon or whatever it is they use. So. But what you need to do is start sourcing or outsourcing what it is you need. Um, Since I do horror, I'll tell you what I generally do. And I'll even show you some of the masks, which I believe I did last time, but I'm going to pull one over here and we'll go from there. So I've done a few different versions of Jason. And most of the time where it starts with, with me are the clothes and the mask. I always look at the costume, especially when the mask is probably going to be and the hood as well. If you don't have a hood, those are going to be the two most expensive pieces to start with. So if you're on a budget, I would say you definitely want to put those two things at the top of your list, but then you also, you know, what version of the mask do you want? Who do you want to do it? There's so many mask makers out there and I'm going to give you an example here. This is the, I, I know I showed this one last week, but I'll show it again. This is the part five hallucination or no, the dream sequence mask that I had made. Now, the guy who made this, his name was uh, Tim Schultz. He works out of Pennsylvania for a company called Crypt Keeper 9 Productions. I actually asked him if I could have a custom mask done, and he said yes. So we based it off of, this is the other mask that he also makes, it's based off of this one as you can see they are kind of similar in a lot of ways sorry for the strap being here hold on they are similar in a lot of ways but he then changed it up a little bit even the molding is a little different so actually you know this one the eyes are a little bit smaller and everything but for both especially the part five He did a certain process where he could paint it and then it would peel away. So, anyway, cosplaying on a budget, like I said, if you're going to do Jason, the mask and the hood is where you want to start. For this mask, I want to say it was roughly maybe about 150, maybe 200 bucks. It was definitely within that range. And that's because I had the custom work done on it. But generally, when you're going for a hockey mask, let's just say, you're definitely going to pay anywhere from 100 to maybe, and, and maybe I'm stretching the price, but with times change, maybe about three because everybody does it differently. I know he does them. Um, a very good friend of mine, as some of you might know, Masks by Lance. He does them for good prices. He's usually about 100 120, 150. That all depends. You have to contact him. You could always find out and look at his page. Uh, this guy was the same thing. I haven't used them in a little while, though, so it's been a minute. Um, as far as other companies, I think there's a few other. They're generally all in the same price range, but they generally um, run, like I said, that that amount. So, you know, then it's a matter of picking out which mask. Each mask might be a little bit more, but it also depends on the movie you're getting it from uh cursed camp studios is another one sorry i'm looking them up as i go cursed camp studios is another one so there's so many options if you want to know where more are made you can always ask me or you can ask other people but the two that i have used so far is like i said cryptkeeper nine productions and masks by lance they're good guys i keep it loyal i keep it easy so you're definitely going to spend anywhere from about if you're on a budget of 100 to $200 on a mask. Now, the hood, that is, again, totally going to depend. Let me get my old one here and I'll show you. Now, a lot of times or at one time at a lot of shows, I don't know if they still do, a lot of shows used to have a lot more mask makers. There's a few at like Monster Mania and a few others, but some of them would also sell the hood this is my old hood this hasn't been worn by me now probably for the better part of two years but as you can still see it's still dirty it's got a little dust on it i'll clean it up so i because i'm probably still going to actually use it but i bought this had to be about now 15 years ago it was actually a hockey mask and a The hood combination, and I actually got it for a cheap price. I think at the time I paid about $300. And, but the mask that came with it, you know, I didn't know any better at the time, so it was okay. So, but this did not come painted up like this. So, here's the part where you're on a budget get yourself a hood. The hood's going to cost you probably about two to $300, maybe more. And if you're going for silicone, that's going to be about five, six, maybe seven. That depends on who you get it from. The hood, the the make of it, everything that goes with it. So I've had this for a while. And again, I'm ballparking with most prices, but you also have to do your research. That's what I did too. This one I bought on a whim, but it's stuck with me because it's very thick. So this was it was actually a little more human. It still is human color, but like I put blood in the creases. I made it dirty up in here. Like I bought slime and poured it on it. I poured blood on it. I took it in the dirt. I took makeup and I made it so that way it had. Let me see. Get the lighting. So you could see it has that ugly, worn. You know, something's wrong. Kind of look to it. So. You can do that as well. So when it comes to hoods, and unfortunately, I do not remember the name of the company. I haven't seen them in forever. So when it comes to like hoods, you know, where I'm going to speak about Jason, because that's what I have experience in, and I'll share some of the other experiences as well. You know, you're definitely going to pay anywhere from two to $600. Again, that's going to depend on where you're getting it from, who's making it. Is it silicone? Is it latex? The latex you can get away with. Paying a little less. You know, if you know somebody I and mean, maybe you might strike a deal, that all depends on who you're using, the type of hood you're going for. Now, the new hood, which I do not have available to show right now, I bought from Sculpt or Die. I think it was Sculpt or Die Productions, but the guy I bought from is Brandon Scott Murphy. That ran me, I think it was about three, I could be wrong. I bought a half now and they also, once again, sorry, I bought a half face and I keep showing it to you. So this was actually a full face face. I cut out an eye so I could see and I cut the rest out so I could still see, but the mask covers it up so you don't have to worry about it. There's people that prefer to have a full face where they could just see through a little hole. I prefer to have one eye of mine so I could see at least out of one eye. And then I darken the other. And now if there was a piece where there's another eye on the mask, I cut it out and I darken it. So it depends also if you want a full face, half face, or with the hood, a complete cowl. That will also come into how much you're going to spend. It's still going to be within the three to 600 range. Um, with the Brendan Scott Murphy, Jason goes to hell hood that I bought. I wanna say I paid about $350 and I have it where it's this fa- this part of my face is showing and this is kept um, covered or sorry this eye covered with it over here and I still blacken it out so as I could still see. So The idea is to make sure you do your research, you know, talk to people who have done cosplay, whether it is horror or anime or comic books or Marvel movies. Because if you go to like New York Comic Con, you know, some people pay thousands and thousands of dollars. If you're on a budget, you're not going to make a $2,000 cosplay right away. You have to build it baby steps you know save your money or you know you turn it into something that's what you have to do you know again you want to make sure you find good quality there is a lot of good quality out there but there's also not again you you have to look so like i said the couple that i have done they've been great quality so far and you know things like that second thing especially when it comes to jason or horror in general are the clothes now, there are companies, and forgive me, I do not remember names, so I can get you those names if you ask. Um, some people, if you buy the clothes, they can distress them for you, or they even make the costumes themselves, and you can you know, order it from them. That's also going to depend on how much. I personally have never bought a distressed costume before. I usually do it myself. And what do I do? Well, I go to Walmart. Or I go to a department store, or I'm, if Sears was still around, I've gone there, especially for a lot of the um, the Michael, as you can see in the background here, for the Michael Myers hoods, or not the hoods, the um, coveralls, and found the color I wanted, found the jeans, there, found the pants, excuse me, and I distressed them myself. And that was, you know, running them through dirt, pouring blood on them, using anything, any type of makeup until I would even, I use flame fire to burn it, to make it look like that. Uh, generally when I would do it for, um, the shirt and pants probably ran me about 50 bucks. And I, cause I sometimes would go for stuff that was not higher end. I don't want to say higher end, but something that was a little more durable. So I would pay a little more for it. Cause with me. I would rip through this stuff in in no time. So probably about 50 bucks for that. Now, again, what you need to do, those who want to get into it or are in it and they're like, oh, you know, I don't have enough money. Sorry. You, you have to figure out your budget. How much do I want to spend making this costume? Say you want to spend $300, Okay, you can. So, say for Jason, then your most expensive bit will probably still be the mask. You're probably still going to pay about 150 for a decent mask. For a hood, it might be a little tougher, but if it means you have to go, especially this time of year, to a Spirit Halloween or order one from a mask-making company that's maybe 50 bucks. you know, okay, there's $200 there. So, then the rest of your money is going to be spent on clothes. Now, say you're maxed out at 300 that's okay. You're still starting. You're still getting used to it. Then maybe the following year or the next show or whatever it is you're doing, I need to spend 350 I, I I was happy with what I got, but I wasn't happy with what I got. Okay. What you can do, or you don't even have to spend that money. Use what you had. Use it twice. Buy yourself $150, and that might be stretching of makeup and distress the mask, distress your clothes, distress the costume a little bit because then it changes up your image. So you learn how to do that with what you first had. And then when you come back the next time, like, okay, uh, I want a hood or I would, you know, I want a cowl, I want a half, you know, whatever it is you're looking for. I need new boots. It all comes into play. It You just have to really be specific about what it is you're looking for you know it, and you can change things as time goes on but if you're cosplaying on a budget it's also utilize what you have use the natural elements outside if you're looking to be dirty what do you do take the clothes whatever it is you're looking for running in the dirt <laughs> running in the dirt to, you know the you can go to the store you can order it online through amazon the little Stage blood, they sell them in probably pints about this big. They're not expensive. Use them. You could probably get it for the maximum of 15 bucks. Then again, with times changing, but still, you spend the 15 bucks, you can use that. You know, use fire, whatever it is you have to use. Use the elements around you and use the people too. Not in a bad way, but you know what I mean. You want to be able to utilize what you have. So the idea first is to figure out. What you what you want and how you want it. Cosplaying on a budget is all about saving the money, but using it at the same time. You know, think about the quality pieces of your set. I keep saying it. For Jason, you need a quality hockey mask. You're going to need a quality hood. The clothes, you are going to rip them up mostly, so you don't have to go out and buy a friggin' Armani suit for this thing to make it look good. Go to the you know the department store of the department part of Walmart and find a good button down shirt that's a like green. Hmm, perfect, I can dirty that up. You're gonna save a lot of money. You can utilize other people who make them to dirty them up, or they sell it already that way. You know you have to do your research, but you also have to know what your budget is and don't over budget or no over budget, but don't go over your amount. You you have to. Really, think about it. So another example is I do Terminator. That's probably one of my most expensive cosplays, and it's it didn't break my bank. I paid I definitely paid about three hundred dollars for the leather jacket. I think I paid about hmm four or five for leather pants. You know, I, I it has to look right. Glasses, I bought cheap pair. So I, the the parts that had to look right, remember, the jacket and the pants, also worked out as well. That, that's a whole nother set. So and then I had some boots that were black, so I utilized that for the time. So I made the most expensive, well, not very close to it. So and I bought cheaper pair of sunglasses that were close to what was in a movie. So you get the idea. And then what I also did. Is I bought the gun. Which from if you're doing Terminator 2. It's the pump rifle. Not really easy. Because it, it's an airsoft gun. And I that was probably about another three fifty. But I was looking for Terminator 2. So I needed that gun for it. So that was probably my most expensive cosplay. That was a little over $1,000. But it paid off. Now that's... An upgrade, so it's like okay. I wanted to do that, so I set the money aside. I did this, did that. I bought this, I bought that. Okay, so now utilize it. So again, have perspective. If you are doing a character that's going to cost you a thousand dollars, you need to make sure you put the money away. But if you're doing one that's going to cost you a thousand, but you're able to make it a little less by saying you know something. Um, use a cheap pair for now, or you change it up, do it your own way. You know, if you didn't want to buy the real leather pants, okay, let me buy some leather looking pants just to, you know, make this come to life, but still look good. That can be done. You have to really pay attention to it. And then for makeup, because I had a little makeup pieces here and here on my head, I didn't buy makeup for that. Or, and when i actually let me rephrase that i didn't buy appliances i had latex and i had um it was skin colored latex and it was a little darker but you can paint it i used tinfoil sometimes makeup effects or the little you know everything you could buy in a store or how you can get the appliances not easy not cheap either what do you do well if it's the terminator he has a it's an endoskeleton underneath but it's metal tinfoil can actually mirror a lot of just the look just for small bits so i did that that cost me nothing so it's a matter of think of like little things in your house wherever you are you know what's something that could mimic that or you know i've seen people make props out of pipe you know the pvc pipes especially if they do like ash from evil dead and they make a chain they can make the chainsaw itself you know how do you make it lightweight and how do you make it durable but you know don't kill the bank at the same time you know those people would have a lot to say with it so you know it's utilize what you know or what you think you could use and make it work so that's what you you know you you have to have that little bit of creativity and you just to make it going excuse me and then the other one which i uh, i'm going to talk about three here and the third one is going to be michael myers it's probably the cheapest in terms of clothes i've used dickies for years excuse me and that's not what he uses in the movie they've used you know and the first one it was that dark green, the second one was dark green, the fourth one it was gray, but they dyed it like a blue with dirt and everything. The fifth one is black, the seventh one was the or the sixth one was a light gray, the seventh one was blue, the eighth one was blue, it was brown and rob zombies, and the new ones it was a charcoal gray. There's a whole bunch of colors there. Me, at the time beginning not knowing, but it was also cheaper, I just chose a navy blue and put bullet holes in it i didn't have anybody do it for me i didn't know anybody who could do that for me and that was i probably want to say about 50 bucks to do that i had the boots already so and they sell them at walmart they sell them at um at most department stores you can go to especially if uh, work related so but walmart now seems to be the main or you can get them online just know your measurements and your height and everything so that's what i did the most expensive part was the mask, and I'm going to turn this. Forgive me, but I'm going to do it this way because that one does not come off the display. If you could see right over my left shoulder, next to the Halloween Three mask, is the is a Halloween Six mask, which was made by Chris Morgan or WMP Masks. He has a great Halloween Six mold, and he does the hair just like the movie that is right there, one of the most expensive masks I bought. And that was about $600. You know, that was what I had in the budget. So that's what I used it for. I'm actually working on a new suit and I want to get a new one over the winter. But as we all know, Trick or Treat Studios has these masks now made. If you're on a budget, well, you have you pretty much have most of the masks to choose from. You have the first Halloween, you have Halloween 2, which they're not really far off from each other. The difference is Halloween 2 is a little more worn. There is a Halloween 4 mask, a Halloween 5, Halloween 6. H2O has two masks. Resurrection has its own mask. From the new trilogy, they all have their own masks. But the thing with that is if you have a big head, mine's a little slightly bigger, the Halloween Ends masks fit perfectly kills and 18 do not so if you have a smaller head those are perfect and right now from what i paid for those masks they're about 79.99 a piece so cheaper yes within a budget depends on the person you know now there's a lot more readily available than there was say 15 20 years ago maybe even 25 30 years ago so there's options. The idea when it comes to cosplaying on a budget is look at your options. What is it you know you can do? What is it you can use that's around you and how is it you could still make it great? It's all fun and games. There's a little competition with it, but it's all fun and games. If you put an effort behind it, it will work. So, when it, you know, if you can narrow it down, narrow it down to 3 things. And I'm women this. What character do you want to do? Get that get that in your head first. So that way then you can be like, I definitely want to do this character. What supplies? What part of the costume? What weapons? What's you know, what do I have to wear? Do they need a mask? Do they not need a mask? That's gonna go in there as their supplies. And three, once you know these two, and say, how can I? So what it'll be is, what can I use around me to make it within budget? What's around your house? What's around your job if it's not being used? You know, you think about it. So three would be, this is weird. it is. Choose your character, supplies, creative juices. Get creative. What can you use? Something that can be utilized when doing it. That's what you have to do. You know, and as you do it over and over and over, as time goes on, you get better with it. It works, it works, it works until eventually you get it to a point where you're like, hey, my budget is way bigger. I can make it a little more accurate. I can make it much better than I've done it. If you want to see some of my progress, you can look through my Instagram, you can you can even ask me, I'll show you what I started out as and what I'm doing now. So it has changed very much over the years. So when it comes to cosplaying on a budget, it's those three things. Know who you want to cosplay as, figure out the supplies you need, and get the creative juices flowing, because that can help with the supplies you need. Well, I need a mask. All right, well, that we got to spend some money on that. Well, there's Makeup on his face or there's makeup on the hands. Hmm. Look up a makeup tutorial. You don't have to go buy the appliances. You might have to go buy the latex and the blood and like maybe a little makeup wheel. That you can put that in your supplies. That you can get away with. And a lot of times what you can use is toilet paper, which I've used hundreds of times. You know, you can use paper towels. You can use a lot. Paper mache, plaster of Paris. There's always a way. It's a matter of now. You know, it's like I want to do a character this big. I got to scale it back so I can make it work for me right now. Until I can build it up, figure out who you're doing, get your supplies, get creative. Actually, it's probably the other way around. Know who you know who you want to cosplay as. Get creative, then get your supplies. Any way you want to do it. But cosplaying on a budget, it's a lot easier now than it was way back, probably before I was even on this earth. So you just have to really know what you want to do and figure out where you can get stuff and anybody will help you. <laughs> Excuse me. So that's pretty much it with cosplaying on a budget. It's, it's just a matter of knowing. It's a matter of you got you to get creative and that's what it is and have a good time. Don't forget to have a good time. It's something you're putting together, not something that's going to be together in a day. It might be, but nine times out of ten, it's going to take you maybe a month, maybe two. It might take you a year. Take your time, have a good time, know what you need, be on your budget, and enjoy. That's basically it when it comes to cosplay on a budget. Now, what I've also promised for the month, haunt reviews. So, so far I have been to... One, two, three, four, about four haunts, four or five haunts. And all of them were vastly different. But I'm going to start with the first two I went to so far this season. And that is Nightmare on Gravity Hill, which is in Jersey. I believe it is in Jackson, New Jersey. And then I went to Bates Motel. I went there the following week, following weekend. And so we're going to start with Nightmare on Gravity Hill. Now, I've worked a haunt for 10 years. I've seen the process. I've been behind the process, scared countless people. It's a great time. Now, being on the other side of the fence, you know, it, you, well, for me, a little jaded. So it doesn't bother me. It's fun. It's more fun than anything. So the Friday we went to Nightmare on Gravity Hill. Now, this is a strictly walkthrough haunt. There's no hayride. There's no, um, Separate haunted houses, there's no other real attractions, it's strictly this. This is definitely a mom and pop haunt, but they keep, you know, they have some little food there and they know how to keep you entertained when you're in the line. They show like horror movies and they show music videos, all kind of things that go with scariness. They have great set decorations. They it's a long walk. It probably takes you about a half hour to walk through the whole thing. It's pretty big. They added to it. They have great set decorations. That can be touched and they can certain spots can be touched up in a little bit. But for mom and pop, they know what the fuck they're doing. So set decoration is beautiful. The setting was right. You know, it they had different sections, like they had um a clown section, a cemetery. They had a spot where they had Jason in there. And then uh, one of the other ones is they had a, a mummy's tomb with spiders crawling in it and, fi- and cockroaches all over the place, mu- dead mummies and everything. And they had a Jaws one this year. That's where I think they could have touched up on it a little bit with hiding the shark, but it was still so cool to see. I mean, the, again, the amount of time and effort that goes into it, Wonderful absolutely want to run a friend of mine works there i will not mention who he is but he did a good job at his job in terms of so in terms of set decoration and setup they were great they were phenomenal in terms of actors and the scares actually you know that the, they did a fantastic job i went with my girlfriend and our one friend we took with us and they they both i mean i don't really get scared they they got scared. They jumped. They screamed. The actors were in our faces. They they didn't let up. They didn't. They went for it every moment. Which that's also a beautiful thing. If you can go for it and get the scare out of somebody, you're, you're doing your job. That's what you're there to do. And we as the patrons, we are there to get scared. So they definitely have it scary. That's for sure. You didn't really know what was coming around the corner. You sometimes also couldn't tell what was real and what was fake. So they, they had that really going for them. Very good. So it takes about a half hour to go through the whole thing. And, you know, it it was a fun time. It was fun. It was scary. It was again, dressed beautifully. They kept you entertained. I would certainly say it's a, one of the great mom and pop ones. I also think it's a little bit of a lost gem. Like people know about it. I think more people should. So I, I, I'll give the rating when we're done with the next one, but I definitely would say it's one sh- should be checked out. Now, the other one we went to about a week later, this was on a whim. This was the Bates Motel. It was a haunted hayride motel, and it had a, um, a maze. I went there back in two thousand and 2008, 2009, and I don't remember much from that one, so obviously we're here to talk about this one now this one's been around for a long time mom and pop but it's on a much much bigger scale um they definitely have some of the best sets especially in the haunted hayride the animatronics were great they were some of the best ones that i've seen that they've had and that i've seen in haunts as well um the it was great. There were you know the the only thing I will say, especially on the haunted hayride, from what I remember as well, there weren't as many actors or actresses coming out to get on the hayride to scare you. So that was probably the one thing that was really missing from the hayride. So that was like a you know it was cool. It was moody. It was dark. It was still a little scary, but. We didn't have that in your face on the hayride i should say we didn't have that in your face um, with it but it, it was still good they still did really well you know we also caught them at the beginning of the season so i'll factor that in but even then i still say is if you're at the beginning of the season you should be top notch but they're still they were still top notch we still got two more things to go through with them the second thing they have was the attraction of the Beats Motel. It's a motel that you walk through. They built it. Beautiful set, beautiful set dressings and everything they had. It was wonderful. The scares, now that's where they get you jumping. Uh, they got my girlfriend a few times, so they definitely are doing their job. They did it really well. It was awesome. It was scary. And it was fun. It was fun to walk through that. And one one scene in particular is where um, we're coming around a corner, and it looks like a, a masquerade's going on in the room. There's a person we didn't know was a person. We thought it was a statue to our right. And I'm like, oh, that's nice, and she came out. and was like, you know, so they they definitely knew how to get you, and they do it so well. So I will 100% say that was a a good a great thing for the that part of the attraction, and the last part was the um the maze the maze was a little more atmospheric it um it was it was dark but it was a little more atmospheric than that so but the sets in there were great and the actors who were in there uh they definitely got you going they got you 100% one of them was a guy with a chainsaw towards the end and he rubbing it on your leg like they don't give a shit you know they, they don't care but they make it scary for you so but no, it definitely it was good, but st- still lacking in the in the actors. They had great animatronics. Animatronics are great. Uh, one of the best ones they had was an animatronic alligator that was in water. It looked so real, and it, would, it could lift, snap its head and snap its jaws. It was really good, but I, I think sometimes for certain haunts that I've noticed over the years is they rely too much on an animatronic rather than a human to make it real. If you find the nice, you know, happy medium with the two, it's beautiful. If you don't, you're lacking something. You're never going to get better than the, a human being in your face trying to scare you. I mean, animatronics can, but the human can get with you. It can walk with you. You know what I mean? So I still say they were lacking in that the, the, the haunted motel part was great the maze was still missing. Some It had some there and they were all good, but there were still some missing. But for again, factoring in the, it was like the first weekend they were open. I'll factor that in. You know, I certainly will. But from that experience, I would still say, you know, it was good. It could improve a little. So now between these two nightmare on gravity Hill and Bates motel in So I'm going to do it on a couple of things in terms of scariness. Both, both get a thumbs up. Both get a one hundred percent thumbs up. And you know their sets—that's all a thumbs up. Sets, the decoration, the look, the mood—one hundred percent. In terms of actors and animatronics working together, this goes for uh, Nightmare on Gravity Hill. For uh, still factoring in the time for Bates Motel, you know, so-so. It could be a little more. You know, so I would, so thumbs up for Nightmare on Gravity Hill. So, so for Bates Motel, but, and then overall also for paying for the attractions. Cause I'll same the price, uh, Nightmare on Gravity Hill was about $35 a pop. And then I think for Bates Motel, I think me and my girlfriend paid about for the three, excuse me. I think we paid about. 70 for the three i will double check that price so next time i'm on i will certainly put that down but they so but still a fun haunt for the three we got that's i think that's a great price some places are a little more some places are less it all depends on where you're at but i would give so for a rating i would definitely give nightmare on gravity hill i would give them a, a four out of five and for bates motel only because lacking in the acting a little bit because you, you can't, you know, it, certain spots it was needed and then there were certain other, you know, like that. I would give it a, a 3.8, a little lower. Once they improve that, they could de- definitely be up there. But for those are the first two haunts of the season, I will do the next two next week and then I have one this weekend. So it will all be done very soon. Don't you worry about it. So that's going to be it for this episode of The Machine Shop. I'm your host, Killing Machine, Bobby Amon himself. If you would like to find me, you can find me on my Instagram at Killing Machine Cosplay 93 underscore in between the words. You can find me on Facebook at Bobby Amon anytime, any day. Um, you can also find me on Mondays at Project Louder with the Gore and More podcast, which is John Drainsack, Sack, Chad Krishman, Chad Chrisman, and Lord scoopacabra who is also on Somewhere Supernatural on Project Louder. So also head over to Project Louder and check out that podcast, as well as a plethora of other podcasts that we have going on, like Beetle Bros, uh, Gore More, of course, Recycled Corn, and many more. So tuning out this week, I'll catch you guys next week for another Haunt Review. And stay, stay tuned and keep it spooky, people. Have a good day.